Sark, I hate me. You want to unpack that? A little bit. <laughs> so it all started when I was a young child. Mm. And <laughs> I can't because my parents listen to the podcast, so I can't do this. Do bit. they really listen to the my podcast? My dad listens to the podcast while he goes to sleep and he'll wake up and the podcast is playing and I'm terrified to death that he'll hear me say something terrible about the wait, truth. So your dad you, listens to this podcast? Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. I, this is great because yeah. this is... Because, no, all of Hi, our... Hi, Taylor's dad. <laughs> all of our other guests... No, I'm so glad that, that you're here. Mm -hmm. But all of our other guests, they lean back in the chair. And so, like, I'm trying to talk to Taylor and I'm going like this. And you're, like, right in the I center. I grew up with a mother who, 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 like, poked me in the back anytime I slouched. So no, you're good. I'm in the chair. I think it's fine. I don't, Do you want I guess, to unpack that? <laughs> oh, my God. It all started when I was a little boy. Literally. A little, literally. Literally little boy. And I forgot the bit. I was in the middle of a joke. And slack. I was trying to look at Taylor, yeah. and I couldn't because somebody was in the way. I thought you just unplugged the mic. I was about to be like, <laughs> "Screw this!" <laughs> What's like? Good. <laughs> that was your free trial. You want to continue? What's Maybe it like? <laughs> What's it like being the first guest to reappear on the podcast? Dude, it's great. Last time we we did this, we were in a, a piano closet room, mm -hmm. and we we were in like weird positions, and I it don't know. It was not the best setup. And, it, um, it was very sad because it was our first guest episode, and we were not professional whatsoever. It was fine. It was just like talking with friends. So, and that's really what cool. we wanted was it to be like that's that. True. But we also wanted things to go well. <laughs> yeah. But someone out of our control caused yeah. that not to be ha what happened. Mm. No, um, nothing. Oh, were you talking to me? I remember that. Oh, never mind. Yeah, you were there. Yeah. <laughs> so you weird. saw it happen. That's true. Um, I just also would like to point out the different energies in the room now because I think we're all at least me and Chris are now better friends than we were then and true. so it, it was awkward but now mm -hmm. it is not awkward and this is going to be a whack shit episode because it is also midnight. Is it midnight? <laughs> oh yeah. It I is. gotta do Wordle. Can we pause real quick? Can we pause? Gotta finish for Are you actually about to do Wordle Yes right it now? is. Did you doubt him? <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. You guys help me out. Yeah. 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 Um. What's the first word? Randy, I always start with. I don't no, want. No. Randy, I don't want. I don't want that pressure. I don't want that pressure. I don't. This is what the audience likes to see. No. I'm just, under pressure. Just give me a five-letter word. Um. Dream. Dream. I don't know. I don't like it. Oh. Oh. No, wow. you did a good job. Dream. Yeah. I always do anime to start with. So let's try anime. You're a weeb. Well, yeah, but also three That's of those true. letters oh, are in there. Oh, it already works. Yeah. That is true. I used to use Ouija, but then um, Wordle, um, Wordle like came out with like their answer key for like the next two thousand days, mm -hmm. and I did that Control F thing to see if Ouija was ever gonna be a word, and it's never gonna be a word. <gasps> yeah. So I was we'll like, finish they have a the game of Wordle. Sheet? They do. Um, I I looked at it, and the only thing I did was like look ahead one day because I wanted to freak a savior out. And you it was did. You. It, it was, was you. It was you. You and cheater. The word, the word was elder and it was freaky because me and Saber, not the savior, me and Taylor were watching a movie and I just looked at him and it was just like, elder and then I like turned back and I don't mention anything and I remember like Wordle came around and he was like, and, like he like typed it in and he was like, what? Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Wait a second. What kind of witchery is it? finish Wordle. What are you doing? Uh, I don't... That, it usually takes me a lot longer. I don't want to, like, ruin the momentum with the podcast. No, do it. Anime. Do it. Anime? Oh, anime. No, I don't like it. Man. Uh, may. If it's anime, I'll scream. Oh, please scream. Oh. 
Oh, whoa. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right. okay, we're closer. Look at that. It's a, it wasn't, but the A is yellow and the should, M-E should are Should we explain green. Wordle to people out there? It's peace. If someone doesn't know Wordle, they shouldn't be listening to our podcast. That's true. That's, wow, that's harsh. I didn't know what Wordle was until like two weeks ago. Yeah, you shouldn't be listening to our podcast. Oh Tap me. Tap me. <laughs> I don't no, think that's a word. No, Lord Jesus. Whenever I get to this point, I always try to like whittle out other letters just yeah. to like get rid of them. <laughs> See, I don't do that. I, that's whenever I go through like every single combination of words mm-hmm. and I look like an idiot playing Wordle but also I have a 68 win game streak. Oh dude, this, this would dude. be my 69th win. So we have to oh, get you to win. To we podcast. have to you to win. It's we'll, a we'll lot of pressure. We'll, we'll cut it to where we finally when, true. when interesting stuff All happens. Right, you should put a timer like fast forward how long it actually takes us to like. He'll okay. edit it out. Wordle. Every time we put in a new word and we make yeah. progress we'll cut but to that. To, like, um, let me. <laughs> Lat me up, I hate baby. I hate doing Wordle under pressure now. Blame? Oh, oh wait. Ooh, blame. Blame? Yeah. That's a good word. Nope. No. Oh, wow. That's the order. That's okay. Fuck. Okay. All right. It's not blame, but the A M E. Okay, but there's no Ram. L or B. Um, so shame. Shame. It's not frame. It could be shame. It's oh, probably a shame. Frame. You said that about blame. It could be frame. It's shame. It's shame. Ah! It's shame. There 69, we go. Sixty-nine, baby. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Let's go. Sixty-nine. Nice. I hope the camera picked that up. Probably didn't. Have you not noticed that like the every time we get a word, Chris has been turning it around to show the camera? Yeah. This is also I'm a, looking for a, your a TikToks and podcast. stuff like that. So Taylor's dad is listening to this right now. Dude, Supposedly. remember that time you saved all those orphans? Yeah, I saved them. That just happened five minutes ago. Wow. Yeah. I'm still I'm, I'm in shock. Happened. Yeah. We were still here. Dude. Yeah. And the <laughs> president came down yesterday to shake your hand I before did. I saved any orphans. Yeah. <laughs> no, because you knew. Preemptively. Yeah. 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 It was the you. presidents were killing orphans, and Taylor was commissioned to save them. <laughs> and we this to put that on the internet for the intellectually impoverished. I'm Taylor. I'm Randy. And I'm Chris. And this is the podcast that enriches your mediocre lives. lives. Nice job, man. There we go. I listen to podcasts sometimes. That's a good guest. Mm-hmm. All you other no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. All our guests have been great. I love no, all of our guests. They're all great, except for one. But we'll not. Disclose that. Yeah, his name is Christopher <laughs> Lee, and he's That's sitting here right now. That's why. <laughs> okay, but Chris, we're not going to ask you the same questions that we asked you last time because everybody knows. And if you don't know, go watch the other episode yes. with Chris in it. But the Chris Chris is, I'm also in the other episode. In the the you're yeah, the first oh, one you're that you're right. a guest you're in. Just the one you recorded. No. Right now. Oh my god. But tell oh us my why. God. Oh my god. But tell us, Chris, why are you here today on this episode? Well, I watched the movie Everything Everywhere were all at once we go. with these two people mm-hmm. and it was fantastic and mm-hmm. it was my second time watching it and I wanted to make sure that all my friends got to see the movie because I honestly believe it's a movie you should check out he did yeah. he so, actually he paid for our tickets yeah mm-hmm. so much um, so that he uh, college student struggling college student yep. bought us tickets yeah. yeah I just got a paycheck and I'm like who hasn't seen it that I believe should see it? And I'm like, daughter, Franny and Taylor. And I was like, they should talk about it in the podcast. I literally told Taylor, if you're not talking about this in your next podcast, you're wasting your time. And so we decided to record the podcast exactly. immediately after watching the movie. Mm-hmm. You they didn't talk about it at all in the car ride. I also drove you guys. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You're very nice. Thank you. Very sweet. I'm not looking for we validation. Tra- <laughs> no, that's exactly what you're looking for. Am Look, I? man, you didn't have to bring up the fact that you drove us and you did. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to talk about like the drive over. That's why I said Okay, go I ahead. Drove Ta- talk about yeah, it. You guys didn't even talk about the movie at all in the drive over because you wanted to like save all. Oh, yeah. Oh, we do that all the time. Yeah. No, Wait. there's so many things that we like see and we just can't. 
We can't. You uh. just can't because it's like we gotta we gotta be fresh for when we come it's to the podcast. Content. We used to. I remember there was an episode early on when we started where we spent like the whole day together just doing whatever, and then we got to the podcast and we were like. What the fuck do we talk what about? We talk what about? do we talk about? It's really, it's honestly kind of sad. I mean, the, the fact that in order for these episodes to be so good that we have to like, I know, right? You have to like, we have to kind of like for the day, like not be friends or talk to each other. So we have so much content for the episode. Yeah. But we have great episodes, even though they're not all bangers. That's true. They can't all, all be bangers. They can't all be bangers. They can't. Mm-hmm. It's knows, impossible for them to all have been the bangers. same professor with the same advice. Well, actually, we came up with the that advice. That we came up with mm-hmm. that. Oh, you guys did? That yeah. Jesse gave me that advice. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> we came up with that bit um, a long time ago. I don't know. We just had recorded a really. <laughs> this is media of the intel for the intellectually impoverished. I'm Chris. I'm Taylor, and we're here to enrich your mediocre lives. <laughs> Did, I th- is the door locked? <laughs> I think the door is locked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always afraid of people doing it. <laughs> Look at that. He's eating the whole microphone. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm so sorry. Multiverse movies recently have been really cent- centered around like superheroes and stuff, like Into the Spider-Verse, um, the Spider-Man, the other Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, and also like the next up and coming movie, Doctor Strange and stuff like that. And those are all fantastic movies, don't get me wrong, but like the reason there's so much hype around it is because the the aspect they're bringing in is bringing in like old superheroes and the old nostalgia. And like whenever like you see Spider-Man on the screen, like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man or like Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man, that gets the initial reaction. And it's like, whoa, it's 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 the Spider-Man he used to grow up with. This is one of the first times in a while where I've seen a movie and I reacted to it along with the audience around me just because of how great the story is and how like bombastic it was. Yeah, it's an isolated story too. It so is. when you were talking about like the multiverse of madness or, or a Spider-Man far from or mm-hmm. no way home, um, that's all like stories that have been crafted beforehand, stories that are not new, stories that people have seen before. This was an entirely new story exactly. that was perfectly encapsulated all within itself and no one has seen anything about this story before. Exactly. It's so interesting. I, I thought about this when as the, the movie got to its like its final like climax and um little arc. I like how they brought in the the father. We didn't even talk about the grandfather in the last we episode. Didn't, no. But how because um all of the the, the multiverses and all of the because it's every decision you make like creates a new path. That's why love it god time and i just love time travel oh, and all spoiler that kind of warning stuff. by the way there's probably going to be some, some oh, yeah. minor to major spoilers in this episode we'll see where it takes us um but so uh i loved how they eventually show the different aspects of the grandfather and like his different timelines and his different personalities because then when you start thinking about that i mean already it was at infinity because you have one character who like every choice they've ever made branches off into two different sections then have their parents have choices that branch off into different sections so there's probably like millions of universes where they don't even have a child Stop. <laughs> Chris is making fun of my hand motions. I'm not making fun. I, that's legitimately like a thing I do. It's like whenever someone starts talking passionately, I start mimicking their accents because I feel like I like connect more with people that way. That's nice. Yeah. Are you trying to connect with me? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the point. Try harder. Try now. <laughs> but it's, and then the daughter has all of her different, like, oh my gosh. And she's, and she's like the, oh, and she's everywhere. Uh, yeah. She's, she's everything everywhere. All at once. Mm-hmm. She is the title of the movie. Exactly. Man, 
I just I can't my my brain started to hurt at that point because I thought there there are infinities of infinities and I mm-hmm. oh my lord Jesus mm-hmm. hallelujah amen. hallelujah I forget amen. that you do that and I really try not to say that in front of you because every time I do you always say <laughs> hallelujah amen <laughs> I'll stop for the rest of the episode the way that the narrative is able to instantly draw you in, instantly make you connect with these characters so that when we get to the split, when we get to the initial fracture between multiverse, multiversal realities, um, have that connection with the characters. We have that investment into their story, into what's important about them so that when we continue on with the story, we can stay invested and we can be, be intrigued by these, these character developments and seeing how different the characters are and but how still they follow the same core beliefs and and but how all of them were changing all at once Mm -hmm. right everywhere all of them were changing and and (laughs) all at once you know for the longest time and i think we were talking about this in our our project that we the class we have together that Mm -hmm. both me and jesse think that it was original everything everywhere um, oh, all of the well, time. Oh. No, all of the time is what we thought it was. Oh. But it's all at once. Mm-hmm. But we both, and we, you saw, we both, like, no, it's all of the time. Exactly. And I don't know where, there's already a Mandela effect for the movie? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it would fit the tone of the of the movie. Mm. Oh, it would. Mm-hmm. Right. In another universe, it's called Everything That's Everywhere All the Time. That's definitely the name of Wouldn't that be interesting, though, if they marketed it as two separate titles yeah. just to fuck with people? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, my God. <laughs> If they didn't, a missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Missed opportunity. You know what was a missed opportunity? The movie is called Everything Everywhere All at Once, and it was played at limited theaters. <laughs> so it wasn't everywhere. Oh. Oh, that would have been awesome if they could coordinate to play it at the same time around the globe. Oh, that would have been cool. No, but it's, I mean, it knew what movie it was, and it, it came up in, like, the, the, I can't move the mic away from my face, but it, like, it auto-corrected it. I mean, not auto-corrected it, but it auto-filled it when I put all the, and then it added time. Nice. Anyway, so I th- something's weird's going on. No, they they did something. Mm. Maybe they changed the title of the movie right before release. <laughs> Maybe they did. Mm. That happens sometimes. All the time. I could have sworn. Anyways. Something that I'd like. I don't, were you in the middle of talking about something? Before no, no, I no. Continue. Cool. You, you give your uh, thoughts. Well, I, I, I said my thoughts uh, last week in our last episode. But now I'd like to talk about, uh, more so since the last episode we had Chris on, we talked about comedy. I'd like to talk about the comedy in the movie. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, it was funny. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> in the episode. And and we're done. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. It funny. It's funny because, like, comedy... <laughs> Comedy was used so well in this movie because I 100% believe, and it's funny because I said this the first time I was on this podcast too, uh, comedy is a gateway to the soul because comedy lets you open up your heart and people usually listen more to the person that's funny because they're looking for something to laugh at and forget about it. So whenever a movie or a person is able to make you laugh, but then draw you in with a theme or a message to say, just like this movie was doing, I feel like that is when comedy is used at its best potential. And yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they did that. They did that so well the the father character the husband character mm-hmm. um he was the comedic relief he was the the butt of a lot of the jokes mm-hmm. um but his speech near the end of the movie mm-hmm. is oh yeah tearjerker mm-hmm. like absolute tearjerker and it's because he's He's opened himself up as not just an actor, but as a character yeah. um, to give us highs, to give us lows, to to exploit that range of emotions mm-hmm. that humans have 
um, and the direction in those scenes, not just for the acting, but for the editing style, all the choices to leave you with that that hole that he has literally in his mm-hmm. side, right? Like he's got a hole in his side, but he's still <gasps> like, oh my god, yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Man. But he's still God, fighting so for smart. like the people uh, making movies are so smart. They're so smart. He's still right. fighting for her. He's still he's still even though she's literally wounded him. I love that. I loved in every reality and how they cut that together that she hurt him in every single one, but in every single one he came back. And he forgave her. I also love that the speech that he gives at the end is like him like smoking a cigar and like a suave suit and he's just like you have to be kind because no mm-hmm. matter what you got to come back and like love yeah and, and, and the implications of that and when mm-hmm. he said that you know in another world I would have loved to own a laundromat and do taxes with you I, I wrote down the lines mm-hmm. hang on hang on hang on hang on um, because where is it oh my god I had so many notes and this she, is- he doesn't know because he he hadn't jumped from from reality to reality. In that scene, in that scenario, he had no idea, but he was speaking something that was so true that across multiple realities, that's what he was doing, was mm-hmm. living that life um, and enjoying that time with exactly. her. And yeah. she, when she recognizes that, it mm-hmm. ugh, hurts mm-hmm. my soul. It hurt my mm-hmm. soul. Mm-hmm. And that whole scene where she's realizing it in all of the realities all at the same time and the colors that are flashing and her eyes like... The lights in her eyes almost look like hearts. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. So, so you got the line. It's yeah. I would have loved t- just doing laundry and taxes with you. And then one of the other lines that he said that I, I had to write down was, "Please be kind, especially when we don't know what's going on." Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. God. Killer. I mean, not God. Gosh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Gosh. Amen. Nope. Gosh. <laughs> um. There's Hallelujah, man. Hallelujah. I I love the comedy in it. Um, didn't like that. I'd like you to speak more to it, but because I know Swiss Army Man, that the same creators who made Swiss Army Man made this film, and they have a very. I really like Swiss Army Man. I like the humor in it. Um, whereas other people, I, when we watched it all together in one of the the bigger rooms that we have here, a lot of people didn't like it because of like the the comedy and the. The humor that the, had the raunchy going. sort of darker, but I humor. didn't actually think that that was that bad because I think the message like really outweighed all of like the the bad or what I found was like the really raunchy and that would have dissuaded me from the movie. Not saying that this movie, everything, everywhere, all at once, um, the message didn't outweigh that, but it was just it was harder to make that connection of like I thought there was some really well, raunchy. Yeah, parts. I mean it was more explicit. They definitely like someone gets beaten the head with a dildo, so like two beat to death with, with two, two dildos. Um, so like. It's very in your face about it, but I don't, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely for the shock value and it's one of those things where you see it the first time and you're like, oh shit, she's got two dildos. Um, Mm -hmm. it's just that, that surprise value. See, Um, and it was, and that's what, it's just, it was, there was a lot in this movie and I liked what they did to jump between realities. You had to do something weird or you have to do something mm -hmm. like completely outside of like your character, your personality in order to then jump between like the realities to find somebody that you needed like a special ability from them. That was fine. And if we had maintained it to that, that would have been fine. I don't, no, because it went outside that with the two, which she was, I'm not going to say the word because I don't want to. So two dudes get, um, in order to shift realities, they have to shove up like basically a butt plug. Hi, Taylor's dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they yeah, have to shove something up their butts uh, and they do that. And it's it's a hilarious like <laughs> montage 
to because it's just so <laughs> absurd. See, that's what I'm saying. And like a lot of it was just kind of like weirdness for weirdness sake. But they also, I guess not because but it they ties tied in. it in because they established that. But also there were some things that were just like too. Was it just the butt plugs? No, it was the dildos too. The dildos. Well, yeah, because that's she was absurdity. She was absurdity, chaos incarnate. What's more That's chaotic true. than slapping someone to death with two eight, I eight, twelve-inch dildos? I don't know. It's just not my humor. I didn't find it funny. And you were talking about it on the way back that like you found it really funny the first time, but then watching it again, the jokes didn't land as well. Speak to that. <laughs> so, watch. This is my second time watching it. Oh, I think I established it already. But um, the first time I watched it, there is a lot of like explicit raunchy jokes, like with the with the dildos and the butt plug and like some other stuff like that. And the first time watching it, like they did it, and I was like, oh come on, what the heck? You can't do that. <laughs> what man. are you doing, man? What? Nah, that, that's stuff like that. But then, like the second time, like I know it's coming, and then it happens. And I'm like, okay, I guess it was, it was fine. I guess, and that's basically. It. like the joke the raunchier jokes didn't land for me the only one that did was the sumo slam in the butt plug that one's so funny it's so great it still it's, landed the second time it's, for me. it's because of the way that that like mm -hmm. that scene is edited because it's in slow motion mm -hmm. and this man comes jumping out of nowhere wearing no pants and it's mm -hmm. just all censored yeah. and then he, he slams on the plug <laughs> and then he turns around and grins yeah did you know that the smash Bros. sound effect plays whenever she punches Mm -hmm. I, I thought that was insane. Yeah, I don't they, know if you guys they used that. a lot of uh, fun sound effects in the in the film. And Randy's Randy upset. died. Yeah, she <laughs> shut off. Well, here's the thing: is like I know you want to talk about your sound. You can go back to your sound. Remember, it's about video games or whatever. Um, but I was sitting in between the two of these people, boys, these boys, men. <laughs> these men, men, these grown Flexing men. Them. And that these scenes, <laughs> they are laughing their little hearts out. As I just sit there in silence at the just the raunchy and uncomfortableness of it. <laughs> and I don't know if it was because you didn't find the, some of the jokes funny or, or whatever, or that it was I was sitting silently next to you. But there was a point when a joke came up and you started laughing and then you trailed off. And I was like, did he think that I was judging him? Did you trail oh, no, off because no, no, no. of me? Like, because I wasn't mm -hmm. laughing. But. I think the difference between this and Swiss Army Man is, is that Swiss Army Man is tasteful and it uses those comedy beats like they're quick comedy beats. And then um, they're repeated, but they're not given the same gravitas. Uh, whereas in this movie, it's the bits are like one-offs, um, and they're way raunchier. They're way more in-your-face, um, and they don't pay off as much like emotionally. Because there's there's plenty of dick jokes and like masturbation jokes in Swiss Army Man, but they use that as character beats, as story yeah. beats. Mm -hmm. um, and they use they tie it into the, I mean, they do right like uh, the main do. character Paul Dano's character in that film it's stupid he doesn't masturbate because it makes him think of his mom because his mom made a joke about masturbating like a week before she died um, and so uh, when they're talking about that and and him and Manny are talking about like what that means and and mm -hmm. stuff um, Manny doesn't understand and he's like well I'll, I'll <laughs> when I jerk off I'll think about your mom too so you're not the only person that does it and he doesn't understand that that's weird and it's funny but it like it's meaningful because that's the relationship. Manny doesn't understand things. He doesn't mm -hmm. understand what makes things different, what makes things weird. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, Hank, who is a human and is embarrassed easily, he understands what makes things weird. And it's sort of a play on, well, why should it be weird? Mm -hmm. And then he understands that by the end of the movie. Um, in this movie, the, those bits are just one-offs. Like, he just slams down on a butt plug for whatever funsies. For weird. No, Chris. No, Chris. No. No. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Are you proud of that? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I love to see. I I'm, and I'm trying because you you said it was your top movie. Now, mm-hmm. have you decided if it's in your top ten yet? Don't know yet. Okay, I that's fine. I wasn't going to... That's okay. Yeah. I, I don't know either. I don't know if I... I loved it and I mm. want to get a tattoo of it. And what would I get of it? I don't know. Something. because it's the Look, I was thinking the googly eye. I was also thinking like the everything don't... The, the bagel or something. Because yeah, there was bagel. so many like just black... I don't know. Mm. I had black circles in the, the film everywhere. Um, and there were so many like quotes like i just like maybe the two rocks sitting mm-hmm. on the that would be so cool just, be a rock. just like a rock yeah. yeah anyways um so i don't know where i'd put it on my it's definitely it's probably somewhere in my top 10 i'd have to go look at my list again i don't know where mm-hmm. that is it's somewhere in my room probably but my thing is is i can't tell if i would have liked it more without because i don't like raunchy jokes i don't like the raunchy humor but also it was it it coupled well with the last third of the movie and mm-hmm. how dramatic and like intense it was yeah because the the first act of the movie is the raunchy is the jokey jokes um and then the second act of the movie turns serious and it's mm-hmm. and it's and it's depressing and it's um the realizations of the character and you know the the development takes place mostly in that section mm-hmm. um, and the third act is the denouement of like oh these are the changes that I've made and this is how my life will be better from here on out exactly yeah I think that it just definitely it sets the precedent uh, and then once it has the because they didn't like linger on the necessity for things to be weird right um, things turned back around at the end and became weird again as sort of like a full circle kind of scenario mm-hmm. but they didn't make it as weird as it was before. And I think that that was purposeful because the weirdness served its purpose. You know, Mm -hmm. they had the bits, they had the jokes, they had the laughs, and that's what drew you in, made you laugh, opened you up for the second act, which was the depressing, which was the, the realizations, which was the, 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 the the touching parts, right? Mm -hmm. The impactful parts of the story. Um, and it just allowed you to, to feel open. So they didn't, they did, I don't think they overused it, and I think that the depth of the story that followed it um, definitely, for me at least, outshined the the raunchiness and the, okay. the in-your-faceness of it. I'm still trying to figure it out, but uh, yeah. All right, do we have any more things we want to touch on? Chris, I feel like you didn't talk much. Yeah, talk give, us, give us your, your final thoughts. Final thoughts. Or anything, anything about a, the movie that you're like, we need to talk about. I have a lot more to say because there's, there's so much to talk about in this it. movie. Um, I, I, I don't know because you want to talk about the comedy in it. Um, That's fine. Talk about something else. Yeah, now. yeah. I, I could, but like, talk about whatever you want. This is your open space to tell <laughs> everybody about what you like. You can literally say anything that you want and we'll cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I can say anything I want and I can cut it out. Wow. Well, we decide if we want to cut oh, it out. You're right. I don't trust you guys on that. <laughs> um, I want to touch more on Taylor's subject because he says like the the comedy is used to open up to get to the depressing parts, mm-hmm. but it's because they use the comedy aspects in the depressing parts that's what really impacts the movie. Because it's not like haha funny 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 and then like we're talking about something else now. It's haha funny funny funny. Look at the things you just laughed about. We're going to use that to tell the message of the story, mm. like the hot dog fingers or like the raccoon. We didn't even like talk that. about the hot dog fingers. My yeah. God, that was yeah. so uncomfortable. But like mm. in the first act of the movie, like it's used for like shock value and like, ew, that's disgusting. But all of a sudden, like it's used for like the love connection between the the IRS lady mm. and the main the main woman of the cast to like in a different dimension. You, they could find love there, even mm. if everyone had hot dog fingers. Raccoonie, it's all about the 
the connection between the two chefs and like them teaming up to go save the raccoon friend. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it because like, we laughed at raccoon. It was such a funny joke. It's I a great it was really good. So much. But like we laughed at it. But all of a sudden, the movie is forcing us to take it more seriously. And that's basically what I love to see in movies. And that's basically like what I like to put in my own films or like whenever I write my own scripts is the fact that like here, this is goofy. Laugh at it. But also realize that like this piece of comedy or joke is a part of someone else and they're trying to say something with that. And you should really be more intent and listen to what you're trying to say with the message. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Very well said, well put. Um, A lot of people when writing stories that involve comedy or when writing comedies will do the throwaway jokes will mm-hmm. do the one-offs um which this movie did a little bit of but not uh not a, mm-hmm. an abundance of i think the dildo was mm-hmm. and the butt plug shit was the most yeah profuse of it yeah. um but people yeah. will will write the jokes write the one-offs and then they they won't use those to their advantage um mm-hmm. they'll be like oh it's just so funny i like the funny joke and yeah, sure, it might make people laugh, but what you, what you want is for people to connect with your story mm-hmm. because that, no matter how stupid it is, yeah, it's so awesome to connect to something so freaking stupid. It's like it's so I don't know. I just love that. Like that's my favorite part of this movie is connecting with something stupid because you never thought you would connect with it unless you got to know it first, mm-hmm. which is basically I don't know. I can go on like this about life. Like I love the yeah the the hot dog finger specifically. This is a bit of a tangent. When she's playing the piano with her feet. Yeah. Because um, in that world, they found love because we can't use our hands. That means like our strength was in our feet, mm-hmm. which is really and nice. When they played the piano, those were the actual notes mm-hmm. of the song that they were playing. I don't know if it was photoshopped or like edited in or something. No, or... they hired somebody out there who knows how to play the piano with their feet. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, maybe. 100%. But it, it was it was impressive to say the least. And I love that song when it first came on. Because that, that song, I love that they brought it back because that song first played when she when Evelyn was battling the IRS lady mm-hmm. and they only played like four of the chords and then the song was over and they brought it back in their love story. It's, it's clear to Loon and it's one of my favorite pieces. Mm-hmm. That was great. WC is so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, final thoughts, Chris, Randy? I, I don't know. I feel like one thing that um, you should take away from this movie is the ultimate theme of being kind to one another and finding those moments that make sense. Um, I don't know what that means in your life, but just make sure that you appreciate everyone around you in the circumstances, even though it doesn't make sense. Like right now, I'm in the dimension where I'm talking with my good friends, Randy and Taylor. Taylor and Tandy. Really, Taylor and Tandy. That's another dimension where mm-hmm. I'm talking to Taylor and Tandy. Taylor oh, and Tandy. Yeah. Okay, I thought, never mind. Randy and Tandy. So I'm talking to Randy and Taylor, and I appreciate the moment that I'm in, and I'm trying to be as kind as possible. And that's honestly all we're looking for, especially when none of the stuff on this podcast makes sense. Absolutely. Does it never make sense? I don't know. Life doesn't make sense, but the moments that do make sense, those are the nice moments. You don't Mm -hmm. think our podcast makes sense? I think so. But sometimes you go on a tangent, and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. He doesn't like our podcast. We shouldn't invite him back. Oh, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get the Chris Lee trilogy in the year. Also, have oh we have we checked on the update of the Garfield kicking game recently? <laughs> oh, my I'm God. Not, I've not thought about that until... <laughs> Since last time. <laughs> that is brilliant. Thank you. That is just, a big Have we checked back. the update of, of the, it's the Garfield <laughs> flash game where you kick Odie as far as possible. Yeah. <laughs> have we, have we checked the status of that game? Garfield, Garfield Odie, Odie punter. 
Garfield Odie Punter. Everybody get on their phones. Gotta, we gotta look. Garfield Dog Punter. That's what it was, Dog Punter. Oh, that's right. Thank you for showing the camera, Chris. <laughs> oh, no. I was just showing them this picture. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. We'll put that up on the Instagram it's if you want to send it to me. The pooch. <laughs> it's Punt the Pooch. Punt the Pooch. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can't play it on the phone. We finally did it. We came full circle. But I guess it still exists. And I guess so, if it's up. I guess it does. Uh, thanks yeah. so much for joining us on this intellectual journey. Once again, for the second time in a row, we will we will reiterate, go see everything everywhere Please. all at once. It's so good. It's an amazing Please. movie. Go see it. It's um, also out limited time, so go see it as yeah, best you hopefully can. Hopefully it's, it's out still when yeah. this episode comes out. And if not, wait for it to come out, out on digital. Go rent mm -hmm. it, watch it, find a way to view the movie. Mm -hmm. um, it is worth it. It is an amazing mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, wait, did you have final thoughts? Because I every time we said final thoughts, I was the one to talk. Did you have No, I, I agree with all your final thoughts. The only cool. thing that I would have added is I, I like the message of that... Um, well, because the daughter, she's kind of like in control of she is chaos incarnate at, at the end of the movie. And she's trying to, like, bring other people down with her. Um, mm -hmm. And I liked how, like, her argument was that, like, why would you want to live in a world like this when you only get, like, seconds to to, to really understand? Like, when seconds when the world makes sense and you can, like, mm -hmm. connect with other people. And she's like, well, it's worth it for those seconds. And so it's like, yeah, it's the same sentiment as you, like, enjoy every moment that, like, you have. Because in the grand scheme of things, our life is, like, a second. Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, do you have anything you want to plug? Chris? Yes. Um, I sniffed this microphone 15 times. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You be on the lookout for that. I, I, I just want something for you to look forward to. I sniffed this microphone 15 times. I don't know what to plug. Um, Ice Cream Shop Girls. Sure I'm the producer for mm -hmm. that. Um, I'm about to produce my own short film, but I have nothing to plug there. Um, I guess yet. subscribe to Topographical Gang. <laughs> Years since you guys posted. Wow. Hey, hey, um, we posted like a month, like two months ago. Oh, sick. Yes, you're um, the unfortunate betrayal. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us on this intellectual journey, and we will catch you guys in the next one. Bye bye. Okay, we gotta get Dar Garfield Dog Hunter. Media for the Intellectually Impoverished is a media-like production, edited by Trey Taylor Smith. And produced by Miranda Randy Zakes. Follow us on social media at NFTII Podcast. Or email us at mftiipodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>